Hour number two of the Jose Gonzalez Show starts now. Gonzalez show begins now. Appreciate you for joining us. Appreciate you for tuning in to the Jose Gonzalez show Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. And on Fridays, beginning at noon on your local sports, a leader, 1430 ESPN. Good morning and appreciate all of you for joining us. Appreciate all of you for tuning in. Appreciate all of you for listening in. And uh, the current temperature here in the city of uh, Fresno, it is currently 50 Three degrees expected high today, 65 degrees with an overnight low of 49 degrees. Some rain beginning to happen up at the 99 headed northbound just past Madeira and just past Chowchilla in uh, um, that space there. More into Mariposa um, into the mountains there in Coors Gold and Oakhurst. Um, but most of the rain happening up north here early uh, this morning up to Turlock, uh, Los Banos, um, as well as some rain happening in Mendota and Fireball. Um, but no rain here in Fresno in the uh, last hour, within the last hour. And... Um, some rain that will be entering the valley there at about noon um, and about 1, 2 p.m. here today. Um, so just a little FY on that front there. Uh, again, 60% chance of rain the rest of the day, 70% chance of rain tomorrow, 60 on Wednesday, and 40 on Thursday um, in Fresno. Visalia currently 52 degrees. The expected high in Visalia 67 degrees. Overnight low of 49 degrees. Currently in Merced 50 degrees. Overnight low 47. Expected high 63. In Bakersfield they will essentially get a spring day 72 degrees. The expected high in Bakersfield with an overnight low of 50. Uh, degrees. So again, currently 54, 72, the expected high there. Uh, they can expect a little bit of rain possibly coming in um, to the South Valley uh, at about 40% uh, percent tomorrow, but mostly uh, partly and cloudy skies in, um, in Bakersfield. So there you go on that front there. Um, every weather report is brought to you by our friends at Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating. If you have an AC heater unit issue, you got maintenance that needs to get done. You can call our friends at Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating. They have got you uh, covered. Again, currently 53 degrees here in Fresno, California. Um, and let's take a quick look here to the CHP 
uh, traffic report, uh, the CHB traffic report, which uh, currently uh, has one accident. If you're headed westbound 198 near Mooney Boulevard off-ramp, there is a two-vehicle accident on that uh, freeway. You can expect a little bit of delays in that area. If you take a quick look at the uh, maps of uh, Fresno, if you look at uh, the traffic, actual um, uh, on-road traffic, not accidents traffic, currently all of the freeways are working almost at a, a perfect green. Um, if you look up and down the valley, if you look at uh, some special um, some special laps here, um, it is flowing uh, very easily up and down the valley. Some closures in streets around the valley, but everything is flowing well. And, uh, you know, just spitballing here, but maybe uh, no school um, happening here right now. That is uh, obviously um, helping in uh, the no traffic zone right now around the valley as uh, Fresno Unified out of uh, class already. Uh, so no traffic here in the city of Fresno early, early on um, here. By the way, I want to remind you that tonight it is our final major wager of the season. So if you have not had an opportunity to go out there to Victory Grill, me and Ed's, uh, you should go on out. Tonight it begins at 5. Uh, what is it? The game time is about 5.10, 5.15. Um, go on out there. Go have some fun. You can sign up until uh, you can't sign up anymore, right? You can sign up at any point during the game. You can get there at halftime and just uh, sign up for the final half of the game and, and uh, put your bets in for the final half of the game. You're golden. You're good to go. Um, so if you've never tried Major Wager and you've not gone out there, today would be a great day to give it a try uh, because you will know that when we get going next year, you already thoroughly uh, enjoy it. So again, um, on that Major Wager front, uh, tonight it is live from Victory Grill, me and Ed's on Cedar in between Ashland and Dakota. Just uh, if you are headed northbound, just north of Dakota, if you're headed southbound, just south of Ashland um, on Cedar Avenue. So uh, if you haven't gone out there, I highly suggest you go and check out the gang. Carter, Joe, Jorge, everybody out there at Major Wager Monday Night Football. It's always a blast. It's always fun. And it's, uh, you know, it's not always a good game, but it's always a fun time. Okay, that's as... Uh, as simple as I can go on that front there. Uh, so there you go. Again, appreciate all of you guys for joining us and tuning in. Um, on Saturday, the Fresno State Bulldogs um, played their bowl game, quickly um, turning that around. And in their bowl game, the Fresno State Bulldogs were absolutely victorious. They win 37-10, um, the final score over the Aggies of New Mexico State. Um, in this game, you had Mikey Keene, possibly in the eyes of some, in the eyes of mine, uh, Mikey Keene showed a lot of people what he could do, 31 of 39. He had one interception um, inside the red zone. He threw three touchdowns for 380 yards, did Mikey Keene. Uh, Malik Sherrod ran the ball really well, 20 carries, 90 yards, four and a half yards 
um, a carry, and Elijah Gilliam added three carries for 21 yards on the day for the Bulldogs having over 100 yards running the ball. On the receiver side, Malik Sherrod caught a lot of passes coming out of the backfield. Eight receptions, 81 yards. Eric Brooks had five catches for 77 yards. Um, Jalen Moss, four catches, 76 yards. He also had one touchdown. Jalen Gill also had a touchdown, five catches, 69 yards. Josiah Freeman, three receptions, 47 yards, and a touchdown. Josiah Freeman's touchdown, by the way, was so dang impressive. The guy waited. The guy measured. The guy um, outplayed the DB on that catch, and he made an NFL-style catch. He made sure he had two feet down before he went out of bounds. He got in the end zone, and uh, Josiah Freeman was worthy of the celebration that he took uh, on that uh, throw. But it was a good throw from Mikey Keene. It was a give-my-guy-a-chance-to-go-make-a-play kind of throw. And, uh, well, his guy, Josiah Freeman, made sure to go out there and make a play. He had a touchdown. Eric Brooks, who uh, lost a fumble in this game, he also had a return for a touchdown that was called back um, because of a hold, and that just hurt. It was one move out the uh, towards the right outside boundary and then just took off near the boundary all the way into the end zone. That flag brought it back for Eric Brooks and the Bulldogs, but showing what the Bulldogs could have in the potential of their special teams. Dean Clark had an interception um, in this game, one that was a... Tip pass, more of an overthrow, but it fell into the hands of Dean Clark, um, and he gave the Bulldogs an interception on that one. Um, the Bulldogs did get a few sacks in this game. Um, Laval Bailey had a sack. Phoenix Jackson um, added in a sack, as well as uh, Devo Bridges, who got a sack, and Jacob Holmes got a sack for the Bulldogs. Four total sacks. They also had seven tackles for a loss um, in this game. Uh, you add in Phoenix Jackson with two. Maurice Norris Jr. had a tackle for a loss, uh, as well as uh, Namura had a tackle for a loss for the Bulldogs as well. In attendance, you had 30,822 fans. New Mexico was looking um, for the, their 11th win of the season. Instead, they end their year 10-5. and five. The Bulldogs were looking for their ninth win, and they got it. They end their season at 9-4. and four. Um, in, the, um, in the Mountain West, they finished 4-4 four and four on the year. The Boise State Broncos, by the way, before uh, we move on here, uh, the Boise State Broncos took on the UCLA Bruins in the L.A. Bowl, and in the L.A. Bowl, well, the Bruins uh, walked all over the, the Broncos, 35-22. And I know some Bulldog fans already going out of their way to say, oh, I, I, I th see, we won. We won our bowl game. Well, Jake Hanner played in our bowl game, and Talon Green decided to transfer out to Arkansas. So, I, look, I, I know it's easy to look at uh, Boise State and go, ha, ha, you lost, ha, 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 ha. Their number one receiver, uh, number one quarterback didn't play. The number one receiver wasn't there. They, 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 they didn't have all of their guys, so I'm not going to go into that. Look, they lost, and hey, it's always great when Boise State loses, but to try to go out of our way um, to, uh, to bring them down just because they lost, hey, they're the conference champions, 
Fresno State or not. So 2023 goes to the Boise State Broncos. I do not care that they they, uh, lost here at Fresno State. What matters at the end of the day are titles, and the title went to the Boise State Broncos. So if you guys want to go out and try to make fun of a team that lost in the LA Bowl, a bowl that the Bulldogs couldn't get to, obviously, because they didn't win the conference game or the conference championship. Go ahead and, and, and fight that losing fight. That is like the Broncos um, arguing about uh, uh, about the walk after the game and saying a hostile environment as the fans are standing around while the Bar- Broncos are walking back to their locker rooms. And in reality, before that, when the Broncos were walking into the stadium, they were saying, oh, look at this, nice and chirpy. The, the Broncos players talking to the Fresno State fans after they lost, they were like, oh, no, the, the, the Fresno State fans, they were mean. They're mean. It's, it's a crazy way to exit a field. Why do they let them stand there and, and talk to us that way? But again, I'm not going to go after the Broncos for losing against UCLA and say, oh, we beat, we beat Washington State. That's what we beat. We beat Washington. We beat the Cougars. Well, the Cougars are now in... Uh, the Cougars are now technically a part of the Mountain West. They're playing six, seven games against Mountain West opponents. Um, and, the well, the UCLA Bruins are on their way to play Big Ten talent. Now, we'll get a shot again against the Bruins as uh, they're going to make uh, the trek, and we're going to make the trek next season um, to the Rose Bowl in November when it matters most. So we'll have a chance to shut that down if the time comes. All right, so... We'll talk a little bit more about that Fresno State game when we come back. We're having a little bit of an issue connecting with our guy Jackson Moore. Um, he might be in transit right now, and uh, we were worried about that issue. But, hey, if we have to talk about the Bulldogs, that is okay um, if we have to move it for another time. But I'm going to talk about, about the Bulldogs when we come back. Fresno State, what impressed me the most about the Bulldogs is Mikey Keene the guy moving forward. How do we feel about Mikey Keene moving forward? Because it seemed like everybody was very content on moving on. We'll continue our Fresno State discussion when we come back. You're listening to the Jose Gonzalez Show. 1430 ESPN Fresno, your local sports leader. The Jose Gonzalez Show, Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. and on Fridays, beginning at noon on your local sports leader, 1430 ESPN. A very good morning to all of you in the San Joaquin Valley and appreciate you for joining us Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. and on Fridays, beginning at noon on your local sports leader, 1430 
ESPN. A very good morning and appreciate you guys for being here and for listening in Monday through Thursday. And I remind you that you will have um, some FOMO, fear of missing out, because there is no way that you are not planning on being at a major wager tonight, Monday Night Football. Be there at to Victory Grill Me and Ed's on Ashland. Uh, between on Cedar between Ashland and Dakota. Again, south of Ashland, north of Dakota, that is where you will find me and Ed's Victory Grill. So uh, go on out there. Let's uh, let's go and have some fun. Enjoy your time with uh, the gang there at uh, at me and Ed. So there you go. All right, the Fresno State Bulldogs with a tremendous victory and a big bowl game victory over New Mexico State. There are a lot of lines and storylines and one can take out of what the results showed us this past Saturday. Now, when you put it into perspective and you think of everything um, that the Bulldogs went through in those two weeks from the end of the season um, when they lose a- again against New Mexico State. And even if the season was already handed down and done and we were no longer a part of the conference championship conversation, even if that was the case, that loss against New Mexico made us feel, right? Made us believe uh, that, well, everything was about to go sideways. That's what this made us, right? Everything was about to go sideways. That's how it felt in this game. That's how it felt going into this game. But at the conclusion of this, as we see what happened and as we got the result, did Mikey Keene do enough for you? And I'm asking you, Red Wave, did Mikey Keene do enough for you? Did they? Did the Bulldogs? Did Tim Skipper? Did they do enough for you? Did Mikey Keene do enough for you? Because it was, uh, in my belief, and in my process as I was getting ready um, for the game on Saturday, uh, look, I know I talked a lot with Jackson Moore, um, and I know I talked a lot with a lot of our other guests about whether or not it was a a uh, audition, if it was an audition for Tim Skipper to win this game, to go through the week as the head coach of the Bulldogs um, and to find victory. Was this an audition for Tim Skipper? Now that question still still remains. That is still out there. We are still unsure of what is to come. But the issue here, and as we see it all come through, Mikey Keene showed us why he was transferred here for, why he entered the transfer portal, and why he ended up a Fresno State Bulldogs. He's he's a winner. We're seeing that. He decided to come here, and in, in the way that we most certainly always do, because, look, I, I am unafraid of going after Fresno sports fans because I'm from here. I am part of the culture from here. I am part of the conversation of here. I am part of the problem at, in a fan base here because I, as be growing up here, I learned the same tendencies that you all have. And that is, if you win, we're going to be your best supporters, biggest supporters, undoubted supporters. 
But if you start losing and you start losing and, and we don't we don't look at you and go, you look good enough. If you start losing and we look at you and we think they're not giving effort, you're losing and they're not good losses. I don't know what kind of losses are good, but they're, they're not good losses. We begin to turn. We begin to turn on you. And I'm talking about the athlete. That is the Fresno State fan. And it's the epitome to me of that video that circulated after the Bulldogs loss and that guy that went crazy, I think it was in his own bathroom where he put out a video um, in a Fresno State jersey where he called the the players things that I would never say. And and evidently he, he said things that I would never say. And I didn't think. But that is the epitome to me of the loudest fans in the room is those that a little little bit goes sideways and they're like, the roof is absolutely caving in. Now, am I a little bit to blame for some of the reactions and overreactions? I would say I'm not because every time I've just been honest with you, I've been observant with you, I've been... Um, just myself when talking about the Fresno State Bulldogs when they've made mistakes and they deserve to be criticized I criticize them when they make mistakes and they don't deserve to be criticized I don't and when they are good I tell you they are good I don't blow smoke when it comes to Fresno State look I am from here I am and I will be clear that I am a Fresno through and through I am a Fresno kid. I will yell it, kick it, scream it. And anywhere I go from here on out in my life, I will always say I am from Fresno, California, and I am proud to be from Fresno, California. But that does not mean I give Fresno State a pass. That does not mean I become a homer. That does not mean I can't be objective when I watch Fresno State and when I see Fresno State. Because that is my job, is to be objective and to give you my true and honest opinion. That is what the Jose Gonzalez show is all about, and that is who I am all about. And the Fresno State Bulldogs went out there on Saturday with everything that has gone through in the last two weeks, and this freaking program showed us what it is to have everything Everything seemingly begin to go against you and you find a way to put your head down, get to work and don't make excuses. There was every excuse in the book to make. We don't have our head coach. There's every excuse in the book to make. Some guys jumped into the transfer portal and, and you know, that threw us off a little bit. There's some excuses to make. The seniors don't really care to put their bodies on the line in the bowl game. They had the excuses built in. They were there. No head coach. Acting head coach. Seniors could or could not care. Quick turnaround of a bowl game. Essentially a home game for New Mexico State. New Mexico State had actually played there that season. So you begin to put it all into perspective. You begin to process every bit of this. And look, at the end of the day for me, at the end of the day, when I look at this, I am proud of what I saw on Saturday between the Bulldogs 
and the Aggies. I am proud of what I saw from Mikey Keene. Look, a lot of you continue to talk about Mikey as though he was a senior going into this. Look, the guy that left was a super senior, for my goodness. He was overdeveloped as a college quarterback. Bo Nix, overdeveloped as a college quarterback. Jaden Daniels, overdeveloped as a college quarterback. Why? Because they're in years five, six, and seven in a game that is meant from 18 to 22-year-olds. You had a 25-year-old quarterback last year in Stenson Bennett, right? He had a, what was he, 23, 24? And that, again, in Bo Nix. So we forget that Mikey Keene is a developing quarterback. We got Jay Kaner, essentially a made product. That's what he was coming here from Washington. Then we saw him develop. He made mistakes. I know we all ignore. I know we all forget the past. And I know we all have recent memory bias. But Mikey played good at the quarterback position this year, and all of you flip-flopped on him. You, He won, Mikey's great. He lost, Mikey sucks. He won, Mikey's great. He lost, Mikey sucks. How about we land in the middle and say, Mikey is still learning how to play the quarterback position. He has two more years of eligibility after this. We have two more seasons potentially with Mikey Keene. And again, yeah, you Wood is there. Yeah, Jane Mandel, he's there. And, and hey, I'm a, I'm a Jane Mandel believer. I hope the kid gets an opportunity because he's a Fresno kid. He's a local. Played at Buchanan. Watched him, called some games for him there. So when I put it into perspective and I look at the totality of work of this Fresno State team, 9-4 is not the Worse. Nine and four is actually pretty dang good. Nine and four is what you call consistency for a program that has not been able to be consistent in 30, 40 years. The Bulldogs don't consistently win nine games year in, year out. They just don't. That's just the honest truth. That is just the way it is. We're asking Fresno State to be a group of five style team without the donations, without the facilities, without the upgraded stadiums, without the, um, the, the upgraded travel, without the money for the coaching staff, without the NIL money that could potentially be there, without a lot of things. We act as though those are luxuries. All too often do we talk about it and go, yeah, yeah, but we win. Yeah, but we're winning despite not having them. We're not winning because we don't have them. We're winning in spite of not having facilities. We're winning in spite of not having upgraded stadiums. We're winning in spite of having the monetary funds to go and get top-tier coaches. And guess what? We have top-tier coaches. We're lucky. Because Jeff Tedford wants to be here. Hopefully, he's healthy enough to come back. If not, Tim Skipper, he's dang good. We can see that. And that's consistency. And right now in the college game, we need consistency. So, putting it into perspective, I was dang proud to watch Fresno State go toe-to-toe against New Mexico State and absolutely run them into the ground. It was a Bulldog show through and through. It was a Bulldog win through and through. 
And look, yes, Trey Watson officially entered the transfer portal. And that is going to be a tremendous loss for the Fresno State Bulldogs because he is, and I repeat, he is that guy at tight end. He is. And he's going to get a Power 5 offer. He's going to go to a Power 5 school. And I, I know it hurts. And look, I will not... I will not say that it didn't cross my mind in that second of me saying, I hate NIL. I, I will not lie to you and say that didn't cross my mind in that split second where I'm like, I really like Trey Watson. I do. I thought he was going to have an amazing year next year. With the exits of some of the wide receivers that are coming, I thought Trey, it was going to be his time to shine next season as a receiving tight end. I was hoping that he was going to stay. I was hoping he wasn't going to enter the transfer portal. To me, he is a, a loss like an Evan Williams. That one is going to hurt, and I believe that. And and again, for that split second, I said, oh, why do we have name, image, and likeness? Oh, why is this a thing? Oh. Look, I, I, I fall victim to it as well. In those little moments. But hey, why am I going to be upset of a young man like Trey Watson taking advantage of his abilities? We all would do it. We all do it in our job markets. In every single one of our job markets. If there was a job that came calling that was what you did and said, hey, we will pay you $5 an hour more than what you are making today. Every single one of you would say, well, I'm going to take those $5. Now, a lot, now, there's some of you, again, some of you are saying, no, 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 Gonzo, don't, don't disrespect me because I wouldn't do that. Now, again, there is a small percentage of you. I would say that that small percentage of you is closer to saying 10% than it would be a believing it is 30, 40% of you. I would say 10% or less of you would stop and say, what are the circumstances surrounding this? What is my probability of staying there? What is my possibility of earning more there? What is my um, what is my possibility of getting fired from there? What is my stability going to look like? What is my long term going to look like? Because if you're just looking at your short term, because again, a lot of us do. If you're just looking at your short term success. And maybe the $5 are immediately what you want. But there is that less than 10% of us, right, that is going to look at it, say, well, what is the long-term possibilities and what is the short-term possibilities? And if they both make sense, you make the move. But $5 an hour is $5 an hour. That means a difference of, uh, I don't know. Um, let, let's just, let, let's do quick math here, Okay. I'm going to do really quick math. Let's just say someone makes $20 uh, an hour in our time frame right now, okay? So $20 uh, an hour is $41,600 a year. So $25, right? That's what we're talking about here. $25 um, means $52,000. So you are talking about almost a $12,000 increase, almost $1,000 more a year is what you would be making on a $5 increase. That, that is a difference for a lot of people. That is a lot of money 
for a lot of people here in Fresno. So think of it in those terms, right? When we're talking NIL, we're talking about a guy like a Trey Watson going and making a decision to go play somewhere else. A tough decision. I guarantee you that he had to make because he probably absolutely loves everybody in the locker room he plays with. He's developed here. But you're telling me that you won't, and this is me making a very small example, but you're telling me you wouldn't want to go make $1,000 more a year? A month, pardon me? $1,000 more a month? $12,000 more a year? You're telling me you wouldn't want to make $1,000 more a month right now? And that's my point when I talk about not going after a guy like Trey for making the decision to leave Fresno State. But going back to the quarterback situation, look, I think there should be some sort of quarterback competition because there was one this past offseason. Obviously, Mikey Keene won it. Logan Fife is on his way out the door. He's on his way um, to Wyoming. But when you look at it and put it all into perspective, when you put it into perspective and you see at Fresno State, yeah, they have a couple of young quarterbacks that could take the reins, but Mikey Keene is no scrub. Like a lot of you wanted to make him out to be. Mikey Keene's a good quarterback, and he showed us against the Aggies that he can be good. He can make those mistakes. That interception, I was not happy with. That was not a good interception. But Mikey Keene plays a position well. He doesn't make mistakes all too often. Do we prefer maybe having a guy that can run the ball at the quarterback position? Maybe that's something that they can work on. But this was year one under offensive coordinator Pat McCann. This isn't year two. This isn't year three. This isn't year four. This is year one with Pat McCann, and this is year one of Mikey Keene in this offense. This isn't a guy that was coming off the offseason already having worked a little bit with Pat McCann coming into the season. This was a guy that came in early, um, joined the university early, enrolled, went through spring, and that obviously was a big benefit for Mikey Keene. But don't get it twisted. Jake Hayner had the chance to work with Kirby Moore, right? Jake Hayner had that chance to work with Ryan Grubb. Mikey Keene had a chance to work with those guys as they took on those positions. At the difference, Mikey Keene came here, Pat McCann got named offensive coordinator, and, well, they both were learning how to, how to, how to be with each other. An offensive coordinator that never worked with that quarterback. So those Kings, I think, had to be worked out through this year. And I think they were. So right now, as this season comes to an end today, I would have to say that Mikey Keene is my front runner to be the starting quarterback of the Fresno State Bulldogs 2024 next season. He is. But I think there should be some sort of competition. Unless Jeff Tedford is the guy that comes back and he goes, no, Mikey's my guy. If, if he comes back and he says, Mikey is the guy, I'm going to trust Jeff Tedford. Because of what he saw this season. But if Jeff doesn't come back and Coach Skipper is going to say, we're going to have a quarterback competition. I want to see who my guy really is. I'm going to respect that. I'm going to respect that. But I think Mikey Keene is the quarterback of the Fresno State Bulldogs for this foreseeable future. And that is the next two years because that's what his eligibility states, 2024, 2025. And I know some of you are going to hear that and are instantly going to tune it out. And look, 
all across the country, you're not seeing freshmen and sophomores start at quarterback. You're not seeing it anymore. And Mikey Keene had an opportunity. Yes, he came from UCF with some um, starting, uh, starting experience. But starting out there and starting here are two different animals. Starting for the Bulldogs is very different from starting for the University of Central Florida. And it showed. The offense struggled at times. But man, does that bull win give me hope for the Fresno State future. It just sucks knowing that a lot of these guys are going. A lot of seniors are leaving. You just hope that the transfer portal does not eat you alive here in the next few days. Because that is now the official worry for Fresno State. We'll take a break. We'll be back. You're listening to those Egg Gonzalez Show. You're listening to locally owned 1430 ESPN. The Jose Gonzalez Show, Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. And on Fridays, beginning at noon on your local sports, a leader, 1430 ESPN. Good morning and appreciate you for joining us. Appreciate you for being here and appreciate you for listening in and tuning in and being a part of the conversation, which you can. Calling the Chicken Shack hotline, 559-320-1430-559-320-1430. 30-1430 ESPN, your local sports leader. Now the Bulldogs are talking about the foot, uh, the baseball team. Uh, pardon me. My goodness, I miss both. Over two. The basketball team. Uh, the men's basketball team takes on Portland State here coming up at the Save Mart Center. Fresno State coming in with a 6-4 and four record. Portland State, on the other hand, coming into this one with an 8-3 and three uh, record. The big uh, Sky Conference opponent uh, comes into this one after losing to the University of San Diego um, 69-65. But before that, Portland State... Portland State um, had some pretty good wins. Um, uh, they lose to Washington State 71-61, uh, uh, but they did beat Air Force 62-55. They beat Santa Barbara earlier this year on a no- early November 82-76. Um, they also uh, they, they they've uh, they've been very competitive. They've won the games they're supposed to win. And, uh, well, the Bulldogs have a chance here to beat a team that has some pretty good victories on the year. And the Fresno State Bulldogs obviously can also give themselves uh, a little bit of a measuring stick as they get ready to go on the road to take on San Francisco first before they take on the University of San Diego themselves. Um, so Portland State coming into this one again, 8-3 and three on the year as the Bulldogs look for a four-game winning streak here early this season. The Bulldogs are three-and-a-half-point favorites coming into this game. Um, the Bulldogs looking to extend uh, their winning streak, and uh, the Bulldogs have gone 5-1 and one at home. Fresno State has a 1-0 and record 
um, in one possession games. The Vikings are three and two on the road, and uh, Portland State is three and one in games decided by ten points or more. Fresno State makes forty nine point two percent of their shots from the field so early in the season, and uh, Isaiah Hill has been Fresno State's top performer so far with a fourteen point three points a game, as well as averaging three point one rebounds. Uh, Xavier Dussel. Who is a big focal point of this offense from behind the arc? Um, he has made 2.6 uh, threes a game so far early this season. So, Portland State and Fresno State, this is the last home game of the year for Fresno State before they uh, will go on the road for a few straight games before coming back on January 8th to take on the Wolfpack of Nevada, who are 9 1 currently on the season. So, Fresno State will turn in face against Portland State here on Monday. Then on Friday, they'll take on the University of San Francisco in San Francisco before traveling a week later to the University of San Diego in San Diego. And then they get uh, the University of San Diego State before they come back home to take on Nevada. So there you go. The Bulldogs are at home tonight. And um, you know what? Let's do this. If you want to win tickets for tonight's game, Call the Chicken Shack hotline now. 559-320-1430. 559-320-1430. If you want a pair of tickets to go to tonight's game for the Bulldogs against Portland State and be at the St. Mart Center on a Monday night, give us a call now to the Chicken Shack hotline. 559-320-1430. You're listening to those Jose Gonzalez Show. This is 1430 ESPN Fresno. All right, just like that, the end of hour number one. Uh, pardon me, hour number two. Where am I at? Two hours in the morning. My goodness, one more hour to go. We'll talk NFL on the other side um, of this. Appreciate every single one of you for joining us. We still have some opportunities for some Fresno State tickets. If you want to call in, you can. Chicken Shack Hotline, 559-320-1430. Hour three next. You're listening to The Jose Gonzalez Show. <laughs> 